Hey, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature titan today, Moore Zucker. Moore, thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate you taking the time. I know that there's a lot of anticipation for this episode, so I would love to just dive right in. Sure. A uh, series of questions for everybody out there to get to know you as a professional, as a person. Uh, so let's just, I guess, jump let's do right it. in. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. So um, I was born in Israel, and I moved to Colorado from London about 11 years ago. Um, and I was a professional poker player for a while. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, I still play a lot on the side, but it's no longer my official job. Okay. Cool. Uh, and um, I uh, basically jumped into real estate because my husband is a co-founder of Bouge, okay. which is a web technology company. Wonderful. And I utilized their tools on the field. Hmm. Um, I always had a passion for real estate. I started um, back in the day in London. I uh, was a receptionist at a real estate firm. Okay. Um, and I kind of, you know, jumped into this without realizing maybe this was a sign from years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and But for me, the real estate has shifted from the tools to actually jumping in the real estate and you know being a realtor is so much more than what you think it is in the beginning and, right uh, and it's there's so much passion for it now okay and that's there, there's a lot of um, you know drive in there and your path I mean you're talking about Israel London and then here in the United States I mean that that's huge so what was the uh, I, I know you kind of explained it but if you could you know reiterate it to the audience here I mean what was the initial driving force to get you involved in real estate and then what's your progression through your career of course so first of all being a poker player mm -hmm. um the force is always first and foremost no matter what is to win okay. right all so right. you that. you could change that profession into any other profession and mm -hmm. it would still come from that desire to succeed okay. um and i think that's something that you can cultivate too sure um and but the actual reason was because i wanted to test the tools so i can you know, jump straight directly to my husband and say, hey, you know, how about you do this and this and this? And um, it works. Sure. Um, but I found that there's so much more than just the tools. Mm -hmm. I found so much relationships that are built. So for me, um, the biggest gain from this industry is how many close relationships I've gathered mm -hmm. from my client relationships. I didn't realize it's such an intense close relationship business sure. and it fits my personality so much i just love being around people that's fantastic and and that was it's such a unique uh, path to your career and what you're doing in that way and, and kind of cutting through and the learning curve if you will and For partnering sure. you know with your husband's marketing company to really understand hey this is where i'm putting myself to get the max amount of exposure that way i can be in front of more people and service them right buyers sellers and really take it up a level of course so i i love that path and i don't think that anybody out there would would disagree but i think that's a very unique way to, it is to pretty unique business, which is great so i mean I, I think that's awesome and another reason why you're featured as a titan so um but i think that's a great segue into what's your why more i mean what drives you what gets you out of bed in the morning to do what you do the level you do it at um first of all i think i have an insane hunger for 
success. Okay. Um, I wake up in the morning and I just want to do well in everything that I do. Mm. Um, that can be also a flaw because I'm such a perfectionist in that that I probably, you know, hurting myself with that. Right. right. Uh, humongous, I guess, desire, but um, really I found that my biggest why turned out to be to help people actually get properties that they should. Mm. I found by jumping into this industry that, um, and I'm generalizing, that I found that many um, agents just sell real estate to sell real estate. I've heard a lot of clients of mine that have come from another realtor and said to me, you know why I want to work with you, Um, and we're going to go into all the marketing things that make you know, myself and Team Number Homes unique, sure. but what they end up saying, which is the most important thing is, I've heard that you're always gonna tell a client um, to buy a house that you actually believe in, mm-hmm. and not just try and sell property. So um, for me, that's the biggest compliment. Okay. Um, I want to make sure I provide extreme and well, like value to my clients, so that they can walk out and say, I was taken care of from beginning to end, and I know that was in good hands. Um, These uh, real estate is one of the biggest investments in people's lives, Mm -hmm. and that's comes a lot of responsibility with that. Sure. So um, I take that responsibility, you know, heavily. I I really care that my clients get good deals, good properties, um, and I found that to be the most gratifying. Sure. And I I think that that's a wonderful thing for you to mention. And for everybody out there, this is a reminder of really what this show is about. It's not just about commissions or transactions. It's doing the right thing, really elevating the industry as a real estate professional. Of course. You're really trying to help. You're trying to guide. And and you guys are not all created equal. You're really not. So this is a really beautiful example of that. So I'm so glad. That's an awesome why um, to share. It's a why that also gets you to drive fat like faster for success because you actually if you're in line with what your clients need too it's not just about you succeeding in closing more deals the happier your clients aligns you to grow faster because you're very much you know with them along the process sure that's fantastic I, i love that and hopefully everybody you know took that to heart and really understood that that is a huge huge why so let let's go into the advisory portion of, course, of this episode. Which so, I love. It, which is awesome, right? Can't I wait mean, for this bringing one. value and that yes. sort of thing to the community. And I'm very passionate about all of the advisory stuff. I think it's great. And, and you, as well as myself, I feel that you know, constantly learning, constantly growing, being a sponge, I think is important. So there's a lot of seasoned and newer professionals that are watching this series. So if you could take a look at your career thus far and pick or choose one or two things that you added that took your business from one level to the next, what does that look like for you? Um, well, first of all, the first thing for me was realizing that um, put leaving ego at the door for me is number one because I was an individual agent mm-hmm. and I was very successful as one. Um, it started to, I guess, harm my quality time with my family, with my friends. I was basically working nonstop and I still, you know, I'm doing that not as well as I should, but the difference is enormous okay so for me to put leave ego at the door and say I'm gonna team up and I my um, partner is Jamie Slough who um, was the marketing director for Kentwood and saying you know I want to be part of a team I want to be part of something bigger than myself Um, and we've created this team um, and it's grown now and we are four agents in total now within Kentwood and I think that has made the biggest shift for me because I actually can go on vacation And I know that my clients are taken care of. Um, So teaming up has been great. And for me, also, the next thing is 
basically being very conscious mm -hmm. about business. Wow. So for example, um, I remember I overheard once an agent talking to another agent saying, um, what does your book of business look like for this year? What do you think your business plan is? How much do you think you're going to bring in? And the other agent's response was, well, how do I know how many people are going to refer business to me? Wow. Like, I don't know how much. Gonna, like, so you absolutely need to be intentional about your business. You should treat it like a business and not like someone to fell upon you, oh, I, right. well, you're always going to have some referrals that you didn't expect, mm -hmm. um, but you can definitely take your book of business thus far and start running numbers sure. on what's the likelihood of your sphere base buying and selling property in the next 12 months, right. you know, and calculating some averages and some odds and saying, and don't forget, I'm, I'm poker, so for me, everything's right. about odds. <laughs> right, sure. So just saying, yeah, so like, hey, you know, if you look at your book of business and let's say you have you know, 100 people on your sphere, um, you should at least every year, 20% of your book of business at least have some sort of either referral from them or business from them, and you need to be intentional about it. So I don't really like the email signature that says, you know, I like referrals, right. because I don't feel that's genuine. Sure. I feel it's very much becomes a tagline, and I get what, you know, everyone's trying to do there, but I think actually, uh, it's just counterintuitive. For I me, agree. if someone's going to give me a referral, it's not because they were reminded of it on an email. They're probably going to give it because they actually want to refer me. So it's about when you pick up the phone, when you talk to your clients, past clients, current clients, you know, always just throw in there and don't make it too obvious. But sure. it's very important to say, you know, if you know anyone that's looking to sell, I would love to help them. I would appreciate, you know, taking care of you and your friends. and saying it um, verbally and face-to-face -face, yeah. um, will generate you a lot more business than if you just stick it as a tagline on your email. I absolutely love that you said that, and you heard, heard it here first, everybody. I mean, I think that that is huge advice for everybody to take away. You surrounding yourself with team, really building that and becoming a piece of that puzzle that you found with the team that you're with and, and growing together is huge. You're guilty by association, positive or negative. Correct. So I, I think that everybody can really resonate with that. And then in turn, being genuine, right? Yes. I mean, that is such a huge thing, treating it like a real business. Yes. Because so many professionals out there, there's so many great salespeople. For there's sure. not a lot of great business owners and operators. And I, I think that's what really separates the titans from everybody else is really treating it as such. So. More people need to take that as advice. I think that's huge when it comes down to it. So. Of course, and also, I mean, when you're saying treating, I treat it like a business, but I also remember that it's also so relationship-based mm -hmm. that when you are treating your clients that way, remember to literally pick up the phone and call them, write them a handwritten note, which is completely ninja, and I totally got that from Larry Kendall, yes. and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and just definitely be present with your clients. Um, I make it a point to try and not look at my phone when with my clients that I'm showing them properties. Um, and I tell the team, which really helps to have a team at that point, or if you don't have a team, tell your assistant, then you know I have a meeting between two and four. I can't talk on the phone right now. Mm -hmm. And listen to what your clients are saying and take note. For example, your clients are mentioning their kids, mm -hmm. try to remember their names. Try to remember their ages and what schools they go to. Remember your clients' pets' names. Sure. So that when you talk to them, first of all, 
you become closer to them. It's not just at the same time. Um, you know, I now know that your daughter's name is Olivia. Yeah. So right. next time I'm going to see you, I'm going to say to you, how's Olivia? Cool. She wants to be so you know, big right now. Yeah. And already we formed a strong relationship by me treating you as a friend first and a client second. That, that's so huge in that piece of advice. Uh, to me, it, it sounds so simple. It right? does. It, but so many people forget. Because they're so wanting to close deals, close right. deals, close deals. And they're treating it as a transaction and not a relationship. Correct. And, and if you look at it this way, and I know you do as well as I, the, the more you treat it in the human nature, the more business will come your way. So if, if, if business truly is the end result and you're wanting to grow and grow and grow, be more genuine, be more real. Yeah. I mean, it'll happen. And you're doing the right thing. Yes. So, I think that's and aggressive awesome. outreach too. Yeah. For example, um, you know, we're sending out now um, cars for our entire sphere about thanking them for our production this far. And then, but we're hand writing a note to each one on that, saying then thank you for being a friend and and making sure that it's not just something that's sent out generic card, sure. but it's a personal touch and remembering that everyone sees you as as their friend too. A realtor is a, is a close, it's like a doctor, it's, it's not just a salesperson, Correct. it's actually a client relationship. Yeah, and that, that's huge. More, that was awesome advice. Hopefully everybody took notes on that. That was really, really good. So let's go to the next question. Now this one's always the tricky one. Okay. Uh, it is the challenge question. Okay. So when it comes down to it, we all have struggles and challenges that we deal with in our life. Of course. We're all human, no one's exempt. Whether it's in the past, right now, or in the future, we will. So if you wouldn't mind sharing a challenge that you dealt with in your life more, that you overcame, that you became a stronger of person course. because of it, what does that look like for you? Of course. So um, my brother passed away about four years ago, and by that I also realized how important it is that um, you recognize that you can do anything in this life, um, that we have a short time on this earth. Um, it, short can be short a day and it can be a hundred years. That's still short. We're still a blip in humanity. Um, and when you remember how small you are, you also remember how big you are and that you can do literally anything that you wanted to do if you decided that you want to do it. For example, I have a blog that's okay. doing really well um, and I um, have the real estate and I do public speaking and I also have family which is number one from those things but from all the business aspects I'm not supposed to have time to do any of those sure. but I've decided that I am okay. and I've decided that I'm gonna be doing them well okay. so if I'm gonna do them well I can't give myself excuses so what excuses are you giving yourself are you telling yourself um, oh I, I don't have enough time for that well First of all, if you don't have enough time for that, then either find the time or um, it's not important enough for you to find time for it. Agreed. So prioritize what's important to you. Mm -hmm. Remember that you have a short time on this earth and that every day that you wake up, wake up with intention. Mm -hmm. Don't let the world control your actions. You can control the world by saying, this is what I want and you know what? I'm gonna say it. I probably manifested this Facebook Live event. Sure. Sure, and I love that. I mean, 
everybody, the energy that I'm feeling right now is insane. I want to go run a marathon. I mean, it's, it's literally... <laughs> this is me on, like, normal, probably. This is awesome. It's inspiring information. I, and, you know, oh, I do want to address your brother. Thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. Because that's not easy to do. When it comes to life loss, that's got to be one of the hardest things that people deal with. Um, but I, I know that you're looking at things with a with a glass half full mentality. Absolutely. That, we know, have to. That That's really the best that's way to go about life. it. And I love what you were saying is that, hey, what's your excuse? I mean, we all have struggles. Someone always has it worse. Correct. You just need to keep and continue moving on and moving forward, learning from what happens in your life, but try to be positive. Try to be a, that bright light in everybody's life. Yeah, and also don't forget, like, first of all, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Right. Like, number one, um, every day wake up and count your blessings and start by the fact that you can see, you can hear, you can walk, you can talk. Like, you have a working heart, you you can breathe. Let's stop there. Right there, you have at least 20 gratitudes that you can give. Every day. Every day. And, and then from there, you know, just build upon that gratitude mindset and you will see that the more grateful you are for positive things in your life, you will notice them. Because I noticed that the people that are... Um, expressing struggles I got like I'm not taking away from those struggles I'm not but I feel as though all those struggles are magnified negatively and there's a lot of self-pity mm -hmm. and then you're bringing yourself down sure so every time you do that and like oh I don't have business or oh they bought with somebody else like stop right there like <laughs> let's talk about what makes you want to wake what is a great thing about today and for me that motivation comes from music wow. so when I need to be lifted up I put on some great like house dance music and I just dance even if I don't feel like it sure. because it gets me in a great attitude great mindset that's so good and, and that that's big advice hopefully everybody took that too I mean get get your pump whatever you need to, to uplift we all have bad issues you know take a moment to be upset about it and move on yes I think that's yeah move on like you know Dust off your shoulder, yeah. get up. Just hey everybody, this is what's happening here. Exactly. <laughs> so, more thank you so much for sharing of that. Of course. It's not easy to air that out in front of everybody. So let's go softer on okay. this next question. Okay. It's actually one of my favorites. So if you could travel back in time yep. and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, what would you say to young more? Um, I would say so much. But okay. <laughs> first things I would say is um you can do anything. So I remember when I was younger, um, I always thought, okay, well, I don't have maybe enough good grades to be a doctor. I don't, I've realized that that's not true anymore. So I would have liked to start a little sooner. You know, I started my real estate career, um, you know, I was in my early 30s. I'm 36 now, so I would say 32, 31. Um, I wish I started 10 years earlier even. Right. Um, but, you know no regrets sure. I wish I would have had the same mindset of go get it wow. like go get it you can do it you can do anything you want and if I would have started that in my 20s because you know 30s are a little more wiser sure um, you know I, I think I'd have more time to get there but at the end of the day I'm just grateful to be here today too so and, but that's that's good advice for everybody out there and there, there's a few other Titans that echo that similar notion is you know why not now do yeah. what you need to do. Go for your dreams. Uh, the only, no excuses. Uh, the limitations are your own. You set yeah. them. I can't do that. I don't have time for that. I don't have the finances for that. I mean, you yeah. can make an excuse for anything. Uh, just do it. If, if it's still in your mind and you're still thinking about it, go after it. And yes. we're not just talking about real estate. Obviously, this is a real estate forum, but that's any career. That's any path. That's any dream. Yeah. So I think that's huge, not just for young more, but for everybody who's For older more, I really want to, um, you know, have some 
ability to be a real estate attorney on the side. Maybe I'll be able to write actual contracts and maybe I'll go take the bar and, and become an attorney on the side. And, and I think I can, right now, I'm not prioritizing that. Sure. Um, but there will become time, maybe I will, and I know I'll do it when I do. I love it. And again, back to the prioritizing, huge note. Make priority in your life. I love that you said that. So let's go into the feeding of the mind question. Because okay. there's so many viewers of this series that want to know what you as titans are feeding your mind. So more if you could kind of, you know, pick or choose and, you know, whatever format you want. Books you're reading, podcasts you're listening to, influencers in social media or coaches. What are you feeding your mind? Of course. So first of all, um, it's great to see. I see that you have um, the Tim Ferriss book. Oh, yeah. Um, he's a very big inspiration for me. I listen to his podcast a lot. I've read his books. Um, and um, the Ninja Selling book um, is a great inspiration and the mindset is there um, and um, basically any Tony Robbins Gary Vee anything that you can listen to the point is listen to things that are motivational um, even just putting in and listening to TED Talks right. I listen to tons of TED Talks and TED Talks um, even if it's like, it gives you like a short quick snippet you know 10 minutes of your day what did you get out from here and sometimes you're like oh i already knew this but it's a good reminder right. um and books that are incredible books um first of all the go-giver oh, yeah it's it's, it's a really good one and um, basically anything from the ferris books right. um and really the motivation needs to come from things that i guess motivate you some people will be music others will be a movie um what do you connect with what makes you happy what makes you energized um and for me um i i get energized easily but which is awesome i mean depends on how you feel i'm feeling this energy hopefully you guys are feeling this too this it is really depends on how you look at it but i mean that's who i am you can't change that right. um so maybe i don't need as much energy um but really i think um making that decision to not put the sad lonely crying bad day songs right. on right. and really tuning into music that's going to lift you up because I think music is such a big influence on how we are. You know, sometimes I accidentally listen to a song that's really sad on the radio and then I just like, my day is just, from there I come into the meeting, I'm not that uh, energized. Yeah, down, so yeah. be aware of what you are exposing yourself to and, and also be around people that are going to give you positive advice for yourself and don't want to take away from you. So in my 30s, I've decided I don't have time for people that don't want to help me grow and don't want to also grow along with me. Mm -hmm. um, if somebody's giving you like, you know, I would call it backhanded compliments or snickering and finding ways to put you down as a joke, maybe reconsider those relationships because you are very much influenced by the five people that you spend the most amount of time with. And if you're gonna spend a lot of time with naysayers and haters and people, and let's even go to a different spectrum of sure. people that are not confident in themselves and people that believe that, you know, you know, good things don't happen to them, mm -hmm. you are going to be pulled down okay. whether you like it or not. Yes, give your time to people that need help, mm -hmm. but recognize that it's your, you need to feed that energy to them and not grab that energy from them. Right, and I, there, was, there was so much in there, everybody. So again, hopefully you're writing this down. I'm gonna put all the books, podcasts, influencers in the comments as, as usual. 
But I do want to address that last statement that you made, the guilty by association, the top five people, personally, professionally. That is so true. It's not even funny. Um, you do want to try to uplift as many as you said, but yeah. you can't help everybody. Correct. And you need to constantly be auditing your sphere. And this is kind of what I say. And a lot of people say, oh, gosh, I've been friends forever. Hey, look, if you guys aren't helping each other, if you're really not growing together, Correct. maybe it's time for someone to move on. And it's sad, yeah. but it's a reality in our life. And, and if you're going to continue the same path that you're doing, expect different results, it's never going to happen. Correct. So it depends on what you want out of life, but we're talking about motivation and really growing and developing. You have to be smarter, better, faster, constantly surrounding yourself with people like that. Agreed. And that's a huge message that you, that you just Yeah, because you don't even notice. Sometimes people will just say things like, um, well, you know, you're not going to, are you going to be able to do that? Yeah. Something like that already, you're creating self-doubt. If you're not strong as, you know, if your mind is not strong, you could start believing in what people tell you. Sure. Uh, you have to have a really strong sense of self and you can cultivate that. You need literally, and I'm not kidding, I tell my kids when they look in the mirror, say to yourselves, I'm beautiful, I'm smart, I'm worthy, I'm everything. You you are your biggest motivator. Mm -hmm. So don't also rely on just the books. Those are great extras. Sure. For me, it's being able to know that I don't need anyone else to affirm my success and my belief. Mm -hmm. I do that for myself first, and afterwards it's just supporting that system that's already within me. That is so big. That is huge, huge information. And again, thank you so much for that. I know that everybody else appreciates that as well. And this has been a huge interview, chock full of nuggets for everybody to take away, really grow their life, their business, and put perspective. So this would be the last question okay. to kind of wrap everything up. Okay. Um, you looking back at, at you as a person, a professional, if you could pick a mantra or a quote that you live by. My that, favorite. That sums you up. What does that look like? What does that look like for more Zucker? Um, it's the Wayne Gretzky one that you lose 100% of the shots you don't take. That's huge. It's my favorite one I because just like in poker, just like in life, you know, are you going to lose if you put your chips in the middle? Yes, but you're not going to win either right. if you don't put them in there. So you got to put them in those chips in. So um, I'm all about taking shots. Um, some of them work. Some of them don't. Um, I've known a lot about the things that do work. You know, I hear about all the times, so you know, I go out of state and I hear, oh, I heard about your blog or I heard about this or someone's going to say I saw, you know, this interview. Mm -hmm. uh, but they don't know all the things that I failed at along the way, right. all the initiatives that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And I don't care about failing. I think you can only win if you're not scared to lose. And I am not scared to lose. For me, if I lost, then that means I'm going to, you know, check back myself in and play the game one more time. Um, and I, I really believe that you, you just need to get in there, take chances, put yourself out there in moments that you personally might feel uncomfortable doing, um, like a Facebook Live event. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, you know, maybe it didn't come out perfect. Maybe there was some noise from the guy that's mowing the lawn. But you know what? We put ourselves out there. We took that chance. We didn't get too worried about all the things that might happen. Right. And, you know, win or lose, you can't look back with regret. 
I think that's huge. And it sums up you as a professional and a brand all the way through. I mean, it's, it's beautiful representation. I mean, for me, what, what a beautiful notion to that when you're talking about failure, because so many people look at you, know, you as a professional, oh, top tier, and look at all the success that she's had in her life, but they don't understand, like you said, how many times you put yourself out there and failed, how many shots you took and missed. Um, and, and that's really what it comes down to. It's, and it's cliche, and I know it's thrown around a lot, but it's not so much how many times you fall down. It's of how course. many times you pick yourself back up. Every single time. You know? And every time that you fail, you actually didn't really fail. You actually learn something for the next time. And when you look at startup companies, um, especially coming from Israel, which is like a startup nation, there are so many startup companies that fail. And yet you see the startup owner building a new business after that and trying again and trying again. And guess what? It takes on average about seven times for a startup owner to end up succeeding in a startup. Mm -hmm. So for me, that means what about all the other six businesses that they tried? Right. What happens if they stopped after the second try? Mm -hmm. You know, you hear all the time, I don't know if you heard about the story on Starbucks that um, I think the owner was rejected like multiple times for the business okay. and or the JK Rowling story where she used to write Harry Potter, I guess, experts on her napkins and nobody wanted to publish it. Wow. You gotta try. There we go. I mean, everybody, more. That was so amazing. I mean, thank you so much. Thank again you for, for having me. You are an official real estate titan. Thank I really you. Appreciate I'm that. Very honored. Yes, this is great. So everybody, thanks so much for your time and attention, your love and support. As always, I really, really appreciate you. Uh, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different titan, a different location. We'll catch you guys live on the next episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.